Happy Friday and welcome to the official college football full prediction show. Yes, I'm predicting everything, all the conferences, the college football playoff, and the Heisman winners. It's going to be a great episode. Even going to talk the surprise cut of Cameron Newton from the Patriots this last week. Yeah, I haven't been on in the last week. Been a busy week with school, but hey. Football is finally back to take our mind off of it for the weekends. But before I dive into all of that, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else. You get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers Ampersand Brats. And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brats. So let's start with uh, surprising news out of the NFL first. Uh, Cam Newton was cut by the Patriots uh, this past week. It came, it came as a shock to me, and I know many other sports analysts out there. Yes, the quarterback or the Patriots did draft Mac Jones from Alabama in uh, their first in the draft uh, this past year. Uh, Mac Jones is now QB one. They cut Cameron Newton. It, it, it's just surprising me because I thought Mac Jones would probably sit for a year before. I thought Cam Newton. He he did not have a great year last year, but there were just a lot of factors that went into that uh, happening. You had eight defensive players I believe on the defense side of the ball for the Patriots opt out because of COVID. You had Cam get COVID which uh, definitely impacted his playing style and then last year he, he was not he was not great offensively but he wasn't the worst. Uh, last year his total yards he was 24th overall uh, TDs 33rd overall that's not great. Interceptions only 10th overall I know a lot of people came after, his for, after him for his interception rate he's only 10th not bad among quarterbacks um and that just separates by one or two. And then QBR, 30th. So, I mean, that's second to uh, last in the NFL. But he he did he had COVID. He missed a game, missed two games. Uh, defense, was that not good? Uh, off, he didn't have many weapons on the offensive side of the ball uh, that we saw. Uh, Cam, Cam is QB1. I think uh, whatever team he goes to, I think he should be the starter. Of course, if he goes to the Packers or Patriots, or Buccaneers, of course not, but um, he could definitely find a team where he could be QB1. I wouldn't mind him on Denver, actually. I, I really like his play style. I really like him as a player. Um, just not lo- that long ago, he was MVP, uh, one of the greatest offense quarterbacks we've ever seen. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Don't know anything about him signing anywhere or where he's projected to sign. But it'll be interesting to watch Mac Jones now, QB1 for the New England Patriots. Uh, they got they got eight nine wins last year I believe maybe ten so I think eight's a t- somewhere in between that I'm not I'm not sure but I see Mac Jones maybe getting the same amount they're in a tough division divisions are gonna be tougher this year you got the Tua with the Dolphins who's gonna look a lot better uh, Zach Wilson with the Jets expect them to get at least a few wins this year I, they only got one last year but expect a few wins and then. Uh, the Bills, of course, are uh, probably going to carry that league and win that league. So uh, the Patriots may finish second, probably third in that division uh, with Mac Jones. Uh, goodbye, Cam Newton. It was fun while it lasted. Super fun watching you play. Uh, see if you get another starting job here soon. Be like a Jameis Winston. Your time will come. So with that NFL Cam Newton signing behind us. NFL season starts next week. I'll be back with a uh, podcast for breaking all that down as well. But let's move into college football. Yeah, college football season is here. It started last week. 
week zero was last week. Technically, it didn't really count. We had to watch Nebraska lose, so that wasn't fun. But week one is here. It's already started. Uh, game last night, Ohio State, Minnesota. What an entertaining game that was. I'll talk more about uh, Ohio State and when we get to the big, when I get to the Big Ten uh, section. But let's start in the American Athletic Conference, uh, the AAC. I love this conference. This is one of my favorite conferences to watch. Um, I picked Cincinnati last year to win it all. Um, great pick last year. Could have made a playoff last year. I think they should have. Um, but I picked them last year, so I'm picking them again. They Their defense only gave up 16 points per game last year. Yeah, 16 points per game. Uh, game last night, actually, with the this conference, UCF. Uh, Gus Malzahn at UCF. I think I think they'll be a dominant team. As you saw last night, they were down 24 to seven. I believe they came back and won 36, uh, 34, uh, some score like that. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's back. Looked pretty good. They average UCF has averaged 40 points per game the last four years. However, the defense needs to improve. They gave up 33 points per game last year. Uh, this UCF team is going to be fun. They're going to be good. Uh, as we saw last night against their win versus Boise State, it, it, they looked like Gus Malzahn looked like, "What were you doing?" Didn't know what he was doing for there for a little while, but they came out and got that win. Uh, Houston and Dana Holgerson. Holgerson's only seven and thirteen his last two seasons. I do expect a step up this year. Get that third year running. Everyone was not great last year at COVID. Uh, you all get excuses for last year, so that doesn't really count. Um, the QB is back for Houston, and they average 30 points per game. So that's a lot of points per game. Uh, AAC, though, they got they got the ball rolling on the offensive side of the ball. Defense is where a team's going to win. Whoever has the best defense in that league will uh, win that conference, and you saw Cincinnati had the best defense last year in there. Uh, scoring points will do a lot of good, but it won't win you, and won't win you the conference in that league. Uh, surprise team to watch out, though, for. Got SMU, 17-6 and six the last two seasons. Uh, Tanner Mordecai is there now. Uh, uh, last year, they averaged nearly 40 points per game uh, with their quarterback. Uh, he transferred out of Texas. Cannot remember. But uh, in the NFL now. So uh, SMU, I think, will still be stepping up and still being a pretty dominant force in that conference. They'll give uh, teams fits. as you, They've 17-6. and six. We'll see if Tanner Mordecai can do good. This is his first start, first uh, team that he's actually going to start for. He transferred from Oklahoma. And then it, it just should be a fun conference to watch. Uh, no divisions in this. It's all just uh, one league, uh, no divisions. So for my AAC conference title predictions, I'm going to go Cincinnati over UCF. Yes, I picked this before UCF played last night. <laughs> UCF would have lost 24-7 to like it was. I might have changed that, but keeping it, uh, UCF making it to the uh, championship game, Cincinnati could have a big-time run for a New Year's Six Bowl again. Uh, this team is going to be pretty dominant. they got a lot of starters back. I'm sure many of you all have the same predictions as me, but watch out for SMU. Maybe Tulsa again. They were looking good uh, during that season. I know they did lose their fantastic linebacker uh, this past year, but look for Tulsa to be back, maybe. And then uh, let's move on to the uh, ACC. This one, no-brainer, right? Maybe some of you have UNC, but I mean, come on, guys. It's 
Clemson. It's always going to be Clemson. This is the ACC. Uh, I think this is the weakest conference, uh, Power 5 conference. Yes, Clemson is a tier above everyone else, but you look right below Clemson. Maybe now you have UNC. I, I'd take the Pac-12 as a conference over the ACC. I, I would. I, I think many of us would as well. But that's just my two cents on that. Uh, so, ACC. Um, Clemson wins. Alright, let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. We'll talk a little bit about this. But um, it should be a pretty easy win for Clemson. They don't play North Carolina at all this year. Uh, they do play Georgia, but that's non-conference, so that doesn't impact them going to the title game. And, uh, yeah, they're lucky. UNC and Clemson are both lucky uh, they're not in the same division because uh, one of them would have a loss going into the, uh, going into the conference title game. Uh, but Cl uh, North Carolina, they're missing those two great running backs uh, they had last year, those all-time leading rushers, those, those just two dominant performers. Uh, both heading to the NFL uh, this past draft. Uh, a team, though, that I think steps up this year, it's Miami. Uh, they, Miami, they've got to step up. It's it's Miami. I think they're back. Uh, Manny Diaz, Derek King, uh, back as the quarterback. He had that injury last year in the bowl game. Expect him to be uh, back. Uh, I think he's 100% healthy is what they're saying. Um, we'll see, though, this weekend in the season opener against Alabama. Hey, if Miami can keep a close game against Alabama, this team can go to the ACC conference title game and put up a fight against Clemson. Um, yeah, uh, UNC, North Carolina, and Miami do play this year. October 16th is the day that will decide who plays Clemson in the conference title game. Miami versus North Carolina, October 16th at Miami. So Miami does have the edge there. I don't know if home home field really does much for Miami though they're not, they're not great no, greatly known for their home field advantage uh, but that game should be fun uh, ACC like I said I think it's the weakest conference besides Clemson the AAC might be better Yeah, the AAC might be better than the ACC uh, no Notre Dame this year of course they only did that for one year for COVID year so no Notre Dame of course uh, pretty easy this year um not going to be those two in the ACC title game. Uh, middle pack though that could pop out, I think, uh, FSU. They've got to come out, right? They, it's got to happen. It's Florida State. Uh, they've been down for way too long, but also I'm not surprised if they stay down. Uh, NC State, uh, a lot of people are picking them um, to maybe make it the title game or uh, give it a run, Clemson run for their money. And then Virginia Tech, of course, is another dominant team that's uh, always kind of highly favored in that conference besides uh, Clemson, uh, but ultimately in the ACC title game, I think it's Clemson defeating North Carolina uh, for that spot. Uh, North Carolina is tested pretty early, so uh, it's going to be a fun year to watch Mac Brown and Sam Howell uh, see if he can maybe win a Heisman this year. Uh, so before we dive into the rest of the conferences, let's go into On This Day in History. Uh, 1939, World War II starts when Germany invades Poland. Many of us were alive for that. Uh, 1954, Rear Window, uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, starring James Stewart and Grace Kelly, is released. So, it's a fantastic movie. I just watched it this summer. Uh, very, very good movie. I love James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart, uh, one of the best actors of all time. Um, really enjoy him. And then, 1962, the Earth population hits 3 billion. So, 3 billion, we're already at almost 8 billion. 
on just 80 years. So, uh, lots, lots of people coming on this planet. And then happy birthday, Barry Gibb, Rocky Marciano, and Richard Gear. Happy birthday to all y'all. Uh, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else. You get your podcast at Burgers Brots. Stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram at Burgers Brot. Now let's move on to the Pac-12. So the Pac-12 is getting more than six games this year. So expect them maybe to be a little bit more dominant and maybe in the college football playoff picture, maybe a little bit longer and actually in it towards the end. Um, clear favorite, uh, clear money favorite for many is the Oregon Ducks. Um, it should be it should be really fun and interesting this year. I think there are a lot of teams that could buy for that top spot. I think their division, Oregon is the best bet to play, just because you have the Washingtons and then Stanford. Uh, they're not going to be that great this year. But uh, USC, Oregon, Arizona State, UCLA—they're all in that bottom division, that Southern division. And I, they all have the ability to lift the title trophy. I, any of these teams can beat Oregon, I believe, uh, at least so far before the season starts. Um, they're all in, or all besides Oregon, I guess. Or all, all those teams have the ability to lift the tro- trophy, I think. UCLA, Arizona State, USC, all the chance to beat Oregon in the conference title game. Um, out of the North Division, uh, I'm obviously going to go Oregon. Uh, they are tested week two against Ohio State. This won't count towards their conference uh, ranking or their conference rankings and um, depending on them making the championship. All five offensive linemen for Oregon are back. The trenches are full. They are returning. So that is great news for Oregon. It's always great to have uh, all five of your offensive line returning, especially if they've been fantastic for you. Um, they do have an unsettled quarterback situation. Uh, so we'll, um, um, it's settled now, but uh, see, it was a pretty unsettled. Didn't know who was getting the job, so we'll see how that plays out. See if they maybe make a switch after a few games, especially after this Ohio State game that's coming up. Um, but uh, out of the North Division as well, I I know I Oregon. I said I got Oregon uh, pretty easily, but watch out for Washington. Uh, three and one last year. Um, North they won the North title last year. Uh, obviously they didn't go because of COVID. Oregon took their spot and ultimately won the title, uh, but Washington did get the North title last year. They did win that, so that was counted towards them. Um, they do have one of the league's best defenses, and the offense looked a lot better. It's been struggling in the past, but last year looked very good. Maybe it was just an abnormality because of COVID and all these other teams were down, uh, but 3-1 and one last year for Washington. South Division, I'll go UCLA. Why not? Why not go UCLA? Chip Kelly, uh, DBR is back, or DTR is back. Uh, a bunch of their players are returning. They had a, they had a fan, they had a really good year last year. Just all four of their losses last year were by six points or less. So all four were by six points or less. They had lots of leads in these games, especially against USC. They had a big lead. Ultimately, they lost it. Uh, the offense at the offense averaged 35 points per game, so it's fantastic in the Pac-12. Uh, just got to step that up on defense. Uh, they do have a lot of returning starters. Ten returning defensive starters. So they, they got that full year now. Uh, actually practicing COVID didn't limit them as much as it did that previous year. But ten returning starters on defense. I expect them to play a lot better. A lot of form... Form... Uh, form... Form... Whatever. 
Um, you get the point. Familiarity, but um, on defense. And then QB, DTR, he averaged 285 total yards per game. I think he's going to improve this year as well, especially with another full year under the system, full year of practices, another year under Chip Kelly as coach. Uh, teams to watch out for, though. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people are picking this team. Arizona State and Herd, Herm Edwards. Uh, they led, He led the Pac-12 in scoring in yards per game last year at Arizona State. So that's going to be a fun team to watch. Defense um, allowed 5.4 yards per play. So got to bring that down just a little bit to just that 5 or just a little bit below. Um, and 180 rushing yards per game. So they've got to fix that as well. Uh, fix on defense side of the ball. Offensive side on Arizona State looks pretty good. Bring back a lot of starters. Herm Edwards is back. So, uh, can and the, also the other team, can USC finally put it together? Uh, Slovis, uh, a junior, not really a Heisman favorite or a top quarterback uh, on Mel Kuyper's or most of the draft boards. Uh, but last year, last year on offense as well, only three yards per carry running the ball. Three yards per carry running the ball. It's not going to win you games when you don't have a run game. It's not going to. Uh, so I, I don't I don't see USC stepping up and finally filling that void of being USC uh, this year, maybe next year. But I think uh, teams watch out for the Southern Division, UCLA and Arizona State, uh, well, and then Washington and Oregon in the North. Those are my top four teams in the conference. And you know what? Why not? I'll go UCLA over Oregon in the title game. I love UCLA. I think they're going to be really good this year. They had a really dominant win over Hawaii uh, week zero. See what happened this week. But I think UCLA, uh, Chip Kelly, he's back to being dominant and being one of the best coaches in the league. So I'm going UCLA over Oregon. Why not? This is their year. So that is the Pac-12. Let's move on to the Big Ten. So the Big Ten East, uh, it's handily decided to be Ohio State's division, but slow your roll. Uh, last night, Ohio State did not look good at all. They looked atrocious, atrocious. Uh, they did have a long breakoff run. They got a few inter key interceptions, uh, key plays towards the end of the game, but offensively, they do not look good. New quarterback uh, does not look good. He looked, yes, it's his first start. Uh, I expect him to pick it up. He's a five-star quarterback at Ohio State, so I expect him to play a little bit better football. Uh, just his passes were just missing, going high, uh, going wide. Um, expect a little bit better quarterback play. Uh, so the East is a side I think with Ohio State. I'm still going to stick with Ohio State making it out of the East, um, but the West it should be pretty interesting to watch there. Uh, also, can Michigan live up to the hype finally? There's not as much hype around them this year, so maybe they can finally be better than the expectations. Uh, Harbaugh maybe can finally get that team to look good. Uh, they do have a new QB, uh, and they're going to be tested early versus Washington. Uh, Michigan this past year allowed 35 points per game and 5.5 yards per play. So, step it up on defense. Maybe the new quarterback play will help as well. Uh, maybe energize the defensive players, but uh, it, it's going to be, uh, I, I, I just can't pick Michigan to win anything right now, especially with Jim Harbaugh, uh, but they're going to they're gonna be tested early versus Washington, I think. If they can look good against Washington, there's going to be a lot of hope in uh, Michigan for the future, for the season. 
And then Penn State. Prior to 2020, uh, they won 11 games in three of the four year seasons. Um, expect I expect a bounce back this year. They're obviously going to be better this year. They're not good last year. I think only two wins, maybe. Two, three wins. Uh, but they lost four offensive linemen. So they're rebuilding the trenches. Uh, that's not great for any team, uh, especially when you're coming off a bad year um, like Penn State did. Uh, building it down there. Uh, running game will probably start off pretty slow. A uh, new offensive lineman. Uh, maybe a few sacks allowed early. Gave up a lot of sacks last year, but um, should should be kind of s- s- slow start for Penn State. Maybe pick it up towards the end and play Penn State football. Uh, the last five Big Ten championships have had Ohio State versus either Wisconsin or Northwestern. So yeah, the last five has been Ohio State versus North Wisconsin or Northwestern. I think that changes this year. I th- I thought about maybe changing Ohio State, especially after last night. But uh, I'll keep Ohio State on that. Uh, I th- I think they easily, I think they win the East for sure, even with one loss. Um, Iowa uh, finished twenty. So here's where we go. Iowa finished twenty twenty on a six game winning streak after starting zero and two. They do have a favorable favorable schedule. No Ohio State. I uh, Illinois, Penn State and Indiana are all at home. So it's a pretty favorable schedule right there. They do go to Northwestern. But uh, Iowa, 16 winning streak in the season. Pretty easy schedule in the Big Ten, of course. Big Ten's uh, uh, lower half's pretty uh, not as dominant. So I think Iowa Iowa can make it to the Big Ten championship game in the West. Uh, Surprise team to watch out for, though. I I had this I had this before last night's game Minnesota, I think they're back after last after a terrible last year. Uh, they had what eleven wins, ten wins that year prior with P.J. Fleck, uh, row the boat in Minnesota. They had a lot to look, they had, they got a lot to look forward to this season. Good game versus Ohio State. We'll see. They just got to fix uh, defense and uh, that running running stop running stop game. Uh, get a little bit more offense. Uh, passing the ball. Uh, just got to. Just got to get a few more passing plays, be more precise with the accuracy and the ball placement. Um, so, Big Ten, I'm going Ohio State over Iowa in the title game. Why not? We'll throw in Iowa. Uh, we'll change it up in the Big Ten. And then, uh, place we're not changing it up, uh, Big 12. OU, we all know OU's making it to the Big Ten championship uh, game. OU averaged 40 points per game the last six years. 40 points per game the last six years. Um, and the Heisman favorite, Radler, uh, Spencer Radler, is not slowing down this year, especially coming off a not-so-great beginning of the year, stepped it up towards the end of the year. I think he picks off where he le- picks up where he left off and has a fantastic Heisman Trophy-winning uh, season. Uh, defense is down from allowing 33 points per game to 21 points per game. Yeah, only giving up 21 points per game in the fast-studded uh, Big 12 uh, last year. Uh, they only allow 5.1, 5.2 yards per play as well. That's much better than a bunch of these other teams I've been reading off, especially in the Big 10 or Big 12, where you got a lot more off high-powered offense and slinging the ball and more passing. Uh, depth is a lot deeper for OU. Uh, so expect OU to just be a dominant team, number two team in the country right now. Expect them to be dominant. They always do lose one game a year. This may be the year where they don't. 
Uh, Iowa State, coming off its best season in its history, averaged 33 points per game and only allowed 21 points per game. So uh, Iowa State looked fantastic last year. They did beat Oklahoma in the beginning of the season, lost to them in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, they've got Brock Purdy, uh, Brees Hall, Kohler, and Hutchinson are all back for Iowa State. Uh, Matt Campbell's, of course, back, so it's one of the best coaches in the country. Uh, it's Iowa State's going to be a good team. Uh, they've got a top 10 ranking, I think number 7 right now. I expect them to stay in the top 10 for a while and get some wins uh, this season. Maybe only one loss. It may come versus uh, Oklahoma this year when they travel to Norman. they got Texas at home. So it's going to be fun to watch Iowa State again uh, with a bunch of their high-powered, high-prolific people coming back on offense. Uh, Texas, still not bad, guys. Come on. They're not back. That's why they're ranked 23rd or something like that. Uh, Texas is not back. They're still overrated. Uh, no one no one can save Texas, all right? Sarkeesian's not saving Texas, all right? The donors are still in charge there. Sarkeesian's not saving anything. Uh, I see them probably middle of the conference again this year. Uh, maybe third, maybe fourth. Uh, anything can happen in Texas, but... Uh, they did average 42 points per game last year, so that's going to be inter interesting to see this year uh, what their offense can do, especially under a new head coach. Probably start a little slow. They've got a game against uh, Louisiana, who's ranked in the top 25, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Louisiana did beat Iowa State last year to open the season, so can they do it again against another Big 12 team? A uh, surprise team, though, I got out of the Big 12 is TCU. Uh, they won five of their last six contests, only losing to OU. Uh, Max Duggan is back, quarterback. He's back. Expect a breakout year there. Gary Patterson's always got his team good on defense as well. So TCU, I think they could finish third in this league. I think TCU could finish third, maybe fourth uh, in the conference this year. Uh, Max Duggan's a pretty good quarterback. TCU's always played some pretty decent football. So uh, expect something good from TCU this year. So the last four Big 12 titles have featured a different team facing OU. Or the last five. The last five. One of them was not a title game, but it was OU versus OSU. Uh, whoever won that game got the trophy. But before we had the title game. Now this is where it changes. So it's been OU the last four years in Dallas playing a different team. Iowa State's going back, guys. Come on. It's Oklahoma versus o Oklahoma over Iowa State in the title game. Uh, nothing's changing there. Um... This will be the first time we got some normalcy in that game. Uh, same game the next year. So Oklahoma over Iowa State in the title game. I think Oklahoma is undefeated going into this. I think Iowa State has one loss. Um, but, yeah, I think that I think that should be the situation going into the Big 12. And then finally, let's talk the SEC. This one should be pretty quick. Uh, we all know Vanderbilt is winning that league. Uh, should come no surprise. Undefeated season for Vanderbilt Commodores, of course. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Alabama versus everyone else. New quarterback, though. Uh, so expect some up and downs uh, early in the season. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they they do got they do have some good teams. They're in a tough conference. So uh, ex maybe expect some up and downs. Maybe one loss out there in Tuscaloosa. I do think LSU. I mean, LSU can't get any worse than they were last year, so expect a little comeback from them. Uh, maybe make it a little bit uh, tougher games on their schedule. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're still bottom, middle of the conference this year, though. But expecting the 
do a little bit more, make it a little bit more competitive in their games. A and M, a great year last year, finished fifth. Oh, fifth. Um, I do think they're overrated. I, many of us think they're overrated. They're, all their wins last year came against teams with four losses. The SEC was down last year, and their their wins came against teams with four losses. Uh, they and they go to Alabama, I believe. Well, they have Alabama. No, they have Alabama here. So, uh, at College Station. So, uh, that's that'll work out in their favor. But A&M is overrated. They're not winning the SEC. They're not going to an SEC title game. All right. So stop that. Stop it. Auburn. Uh, I think they're still going to miss Gus Malzahn. I don't think that offense gets rolling. Uh, no Bo Nix, I believe. I have no idea. He might be a seventh-year senior uh, at this point. But Auburn, I still think they're taking steps, uh, strides in the wrong direction. Um, so uh, I, uh, Alabama's biggest competition will be Georgia. And F- I'm not going to say Florida because they're missing Tooney, um, the tight end, just drafted in fantasy, and I can't even think of his name. But um, And then uh, – Flask. So, uh, a lot of offensive power is gone in Florida. I don't see them making a sing uh, in the same spot they were last year uh, and playing in the SEC title game. I think it's uh, Georgia, Alabama. See if JT Daniels can keep playing the way he did. Uh, wasn't great at USC. Had pretty decent 4-0 last year at Georgia. So we'll see uh, how he plays. Maybe take some strides back because uh, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of JT Daniels. But we'll we'll see versus Clemson this week. Uh, so title game, I think Alabama over Georgia. Uh, it's pretty unanimous consensus out there. Uh, I think that's going to be the case uh, for sure. So Bama over Georgia in the SEC title game. So that's all the conferences breakdown. Now let's go to the college football playoff and the Heisman. We'll start in the Heisman. Uh, Heisman. I'm going with the favorite, Spencer Radler. Uh, this is no bias. This is no bias. Everyone has Spencer Radler winning, all right? And then... Uh, I got DJ Ukulele, uh, quarterback out of Clemson, making his first uh, season start, taking over for Trevor Lawrence. He's no Trevor Lawrence, but he's going to have a good year this year, uh, get them to a very nice spot in the play- playoff, and um, should be he should have a great year at Clemson. And then third, I'll go Sam Howell. I don't say I don't have them in the playoff. I got them going to the, their conference's title game, but I think Sam Howell has a great year. Offensively, uh, maybe won't, they won't be able to run the ball as much. So uh, expect the passing lanes to be just shredded. So I'm going Spencer Radler winning it, DJ Ukulele at second spot, and then Sam, Sam Howell rounding out the top three for the Heisman. I don't think a wide receiver wins it this year, guys. No one really paid attention last year. So I, I think we're back to the quarterbacks. Won't we see a wide receiver win it for a while. Uh, college football playoff. Here's 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 where things get interesting. All right. So I made this before the Ohio State game. So I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. What what comes out on uh, my Instagram later at Burgers and Brats will be a little bit different than what I say on here. Uh, so I'm going uh, number one seed. I'm actually gonna go Clemson. I'm going Clemson as my number one seed. I think they're gonna be undefeated. Going into this, uh, so the, they're going to be ultimately one seed. They're going to win by 20-30 in the ACC because they're not. It's not a good conference. UNC will probably be ranked in the top ten by the time they play them in the title game, um, and they're going to win by 15 or so. 
So I, I do think Clemson wins this conference pretty handily, and because of that, I think they get the ultimate one seed, and they don't move from that spot. Uh, number two, I'm going Oklahoma. I, I think this will be a year like 2018 where they're the number two seed. Uh, they're going to be undefeated this year, but they're going to win by lesser margins because it's a tougher conference, and I think there's going to be a scare in there at least once, maybe twice, maybe in the title game when they play Iowa State, who should be a, maybe a top five team, top seven team, uh, when Oklahoma plays them uh, in the conference title game. Hey, but if OU can win versus Iowa State a lot more than Clemson can beat North Carolina, um, maybe those could switch. I think one and two are going to be o Clemson and then Oklahoma. So before last night's game, Ohio State, I had them at three because I thought they were going to go undefeated. Uh, pretty easy conference this year. I, I don't see that being the case right now. I, they can go undefeated, but I think they're going to have one loss. So we'll start at so number three, I'm going Alabama. I think even with one loss, and and as an SEC championship, they'll get in or they'll be above the four seed. Um, so one loss, I do think Alabama loses one. I I do think they lose one game. A new quarterback. Uh, yes, he's all. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be a. He's he's gonna be a Heisman contender, maybe a Heisman winner before he leaves campus. But it's the SEC. Uh, expect a little bit tougher game, especially on the road at night. Uh, anything can happen in the SEC. So um, it's going to be a one loss, but they're going to be SEC champion. So they're going to be the three seed. And then four seed, I'm going Ohio State. I don't care if they're one loss or undefeated. They're not going above Alabama or um, an undefeated Oklahoma or Clemson because it's the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State, I, I, I think they're going to have close calls versus – I think Michigan may give them a close call this year. Maybe the, one of these other smaller teams might as well. Uh, so I'll go. So my seeding is Clemson one, Oklahoma two, three Alabama, and number four is uh, Ohio State. So nothing's changing, guys. It's not gonna change. Since he's not making it, UCF's not making it. These smaller teams, they're not gonna make it. UNC's not gonna make it, guys. Come on. I, they might put two SEC teams in, but I don't think they will yet. Uh, so it's going to be a fun, interesting year to watch in the college football. That's So that's my reasoning behind the college football playoff rankings. Uh, just gave you all my conference picks. Let me know on Twitter or Instagram. I'll have those out later today. I'll have this out in uh, uh, just a few minutes. But uh, let me know on there what you think of my rankings and who you think will win these conferences. It's been fun. I'm so happy college football is finally here. Oh, oh let me pick my natty. i got to pick my natty. So national championship. I watched game day. All right, you guys watched game day last week, right? All but two had Oklahoma winning the college football playoff, and two of them had Oklahoma in the final. Or all of them had Oklahoma winning it, and only two didn't, but they still had them in the final. So I'm going OU over Clemson in the national championship game. Um, should be a uh, it's going to be really, really fun uh, season, I think, especially towards the end. Uh, these new quarterbacks, and then you have the returning quarterback. It's only a sophomore in Spencer Rattler. Uh, but the o Oklahoma over Clemson and the Natty, hey, this is no bias. I've never picked OU to win the national championship. Since I've been doing this podcast, I've not picked OU to win the national championship. I've, made, I've picked them to make the playoff. They've made the playoff every year. But I'm not picking them. I've not picked them to win the national championship, so this is not biased. All right, guys? 
Uh, that is my full college football predictions. Let me know on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brats. Um, and then, so, final segment, who would I share a burger and brought with? You know who I'm going? Six God, Ovo. I'm going Drake. Uh, Drake just released his album, Certified Lover Boy. I've only listened to maybe a quarter of it so far. I dropped it too late for me, Drake. You dropped it too late at night for me. I had to go to bed. I had a class in the morning. So, uh, share my burger brought. Thank you, Drake, for giving us some music. 21 tracks on Certified Lover Boy. Uh, AOI album of the year. It's a great listen. Um, it's it's a fantastic listen. Love me some Drake. Uh, Goat, uh, greatest artist of all time. So, share my burger brought with Drizzy Drake. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brots. Stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brots. That's Burgers Ampersand Brots. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. College football season is back.